Welcome to the Geek Sweat Podcast. We watch films to save you hassle. It's another podcast with a filmmaking twist just for you. I am Trevor Jones and we will bring you hot topics in the film industry, inspiration interviews with IMDb listed filmmakers and review sweat on online series as they stream, trailer talk on upcoming feature films and cult TV perspectives on classic shows worth revisiting. Sharing the frame with me today are Akosh. Morning. King Dom. Hey. MKH. Hello. And Stephen. Hi. Between your ears and our voices, we take this opportunity to make the most of our podcast technology, recording on blue ice microphones, sound mixed in Audacity software, projecting on Optima Full HD and computerized by Toshiba. We are now recording live and direct from Ithaca House. Regulators, mount up. Okay, so, <laughs> are, you, are we doing sound effects? Are we? You don't want me to sound effect that. What was that? No, no, no. We're going to do sound effects soon. Yeah, we'll um, do sound effects. So, um, without further ado, uh, we're going to start off today with an inspiration interview. We're going to interest, interest, interest you, introduce you to a young lady who is. Uh, what we call triple threat in the industry. She's not only an actress, but she's a writer and producer. She's had uh, the wonderful opportunity of working in short film, film and TV series. And she has also worked on some very large scale projects, including work alongside the likes of Ron Howard and Adrian Brody. So today we welcome our new inspiration interview, Katasaba. As we all know, MKH doesn't need to clap his hands. He's got 2,000 people in the background to do it for him. Thank you for coming on the show, Kata. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> Anytime. Um, we wanted to kind of speak to you about um, who you are and what you do. So I was wondering if we could open up by finding out what was the first movie that you ever remember seeing that made you want to get into film? Oh, that's a very good question. I love this question because I remember very, very specifically. Uh, I think I was around 12 years old and I was watching Professional uh, with Natalie Portman um, and John Reno. And the performance of Natalie Portman just really struck me. And this was the, the first memory I remember that I, I just wanted to do whatever she was doing. Um, so. so what was the name of that film again? The Professional. Leon. Leon. No, Leon. Oh, Leon. Okay. Leon, is it? Leon, yeah. okay. I, I, it's interesting because we have a different... Sorry. <laughs> titles. You know, Thank you, MKH. So MKH is adjusting himself on behalf of Kata there. So that's another mic drop, literally another mic drop by six inches. But um, Kata, continue. <laughs> yes, it's, it's interesting because sometimes... Uh, very, uh, most often we have different titles in Hungarian. Okay. And so we just sometimes it's translate from the Hungarian title to the English one, and it doesn't really, it's not really the same. So the professionals obviously are re related to the word like professional hitman, because um, I think in uh, the UK and perhaps France, we know it as Leon as well. And that's okay. the film with um, yeah. Gary Oldman and uh, who's the French actor in it? Jean Renaud. Thank you very Actually, much. Actually, he's Finnish, but that's okay. Is it? He's Finnish. 
Spanish. Spanish. Yeah, well, we that fact on us before. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Akash, for your yeah, fact drop. Actually, he's Juan. Juan. Okay. But, so, yeah. so Natalie Portman was in the film The Professional, um, as you know it. And what was it about Natalie's performance that engaged you? Well, she was just about as old as I was, I think. Okay. I think so. I think we're about the same age, and. Um, and it was very i was amazed like how, because i was a very uh, child with lots of inhibitions uh for me it was amazing how she could just put out her heart you know in, in front of the audience and play play a girl that was completely authentic for me and i couldn't really tell whether she was acting or it was really happening to her so my goal always was always to to follow this sort of method mm. uh, about acting and and just be authentic as, as she was. I think, yeah. yeah, I think she's she's a great actress, I, and I do admire her. Yeah, I mean, Leon, I think is um, I mean, came out in nineteen ninety four, uh, very highly rated on IMDb, and it's a probably one of the longer Hitman films coming at nearly two hours, and uh, it's probably one of the better child acting performances that's probably committed to screen. Don't you think, guys? Yeah, that was her first big outbreak. Step. That was her yeah. outbreak. So did you like start running around the playground or running around school uh, <laughs> like pretending to be like a hitman's mentor <laughs> after you saw this film? Or were you like planning to take people down after you saw this or you just thought, I just want to focus on the acting? No, yeah, I just wanted to focus on the acting. I'm, I'm not very strong. I'm not very big. Um, yes, acting is something more suitable for me than <laughs> trying to hit you know, people. <laughs> as a hitman <laughs> I don't think I'd be really good at it so tell me a little bit about the place where you grew up so I, I grew up in Hungary, the capital of Hungary Budapest um, everyone asks is it the past or the Budapest because they're like <laughs> it's, it's very specific are you, you know, there's like a rivalry between the two parts one is on one side on the Danube the other one is on the other side And but I was a typical past girl that's the flat side of uh, Budapest. I had a, a balanced childhood, nothing really outstanding. Um, I, I just remember I loved films and I, I couldn't, it was really hard for me to concentrate on studying because I would put in soundtracks. I had, mm. whenever any, any family members asked what would you like to have for birthday, Christmas, I was asked soundtracks, soundtracks, soundtracks. So I had like mu music tons. soundtracks yeah, from films? Film, yes. Okay, wow. Like, ton, like tons of them. What were your favourite ones like growing oh, up? Oh gosh, so many. <laughs> Before yeah. I came, I was listening to Pearl Harbor. Okay. You know? uh, I love The Thin Red Line. Yeah. John Williams used to be one of my favourites. I played the cello, so actually... I was even dreaming to become a cellist in his Boston Orchestra. Okay, cool. So I, yeah, I, I Hans Zimmer, I, I love all of them. So it was just um, really hard for me to focus studying on anything else because I was listening to the soundtrack. It was a dream away about being an actress. And, sure. And so then I moved. I, I actually went because I wanted to be an international actress but I didn't speak English at all how many languages did you speak at the time at that time yeah just Hungarian okay so what was you studying because you keep saying you were studying at the time yeah so no I was um at that time like about when I was 12 if we're still talking about that mm. yeah uh, period I was uh, I was 
I was in primary school. Okay. And then later on... Watching 18 certificate films. Might, watching 18 certificate films, I might add. In terms of Leon. I guess so. Yeah, my parents were really easygoing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I have, I have, the, I have a, a brother who is 15 years older than me. Okay. And he would bring all the all cool the films, films worth all watching. All the cool films home. And he said, you can't watch this. But I did. So okay. I talk was pretty naughty and... Sounds like a cool older brother to have. He was, and he he also loved films. Yes. Okay. Where were we? Because okay. we were talking about your influences and like uh, what you what you was doing. Like you thinking about becoming a cellist and being in a John Williams orchestra. Yes, and then but I I mean acting was always in focus, and then and then when I was sixteen, I I I wanted to. I I have this sort of feeling. Don't ask me why. I don't know. Mm. Uh, or maybe I do know, but it's a very funny story as yeah. well. Uh, so beside the the Leon, the professional, yeah, that was the Back to the Future sequel. Oh, Back to the remember. Future too. Yeah. Okay. No, all the like all three parts. I love I love that like that TV yeah. sequel, and I I think I had a huge uh, crush on Michael J. Fox as well. Okay. I, I clearly <laughs> remember because I was talking to him. Yeah. I mean, like in. I have I had this sort of imaginary talking okay. with him in Hungarian because okay. I couldn't speak English wow. and he was talking to back to me in Hungarian and, and wow. I just felt this is not okay because if I meet him I really want to meet him in real life and if I meet him I won't be able to talk to him wow so I because of this and because I wanted to be an international actor to be able to talk in English with the star I imagine maybe I'm going to meet someday. I went to the United States when I was 16. Wow. Um, to, you know, to learn English. So uh, you could speak to Michael J. Fox? Yes. <laughs> wow. Maybe it will so, happen someday. It hasn't, but... So it wasn't the Oscar. It wasn't the, the fact that he was going to work in a film made by Steven Spielberg. Talking to Michael J. Fox was the driving passion for you to maybe, yes, become an actress. Maybe, yes. One of them could have been, yeah. Cool. <laughs> So, do you remember what type of work you did shortly before you became an actress? Like, before you became a paid actress, at least? Uh, do you mean what type of acting? Or what type of work were you doing before you thought, no, this is the thing I'm going to do, I'm going to concentrate on acting? So, I, I went to college, mm. um, it was a business school, okay. because my parents didn't... Well, it's, it's, it's an interesting topic, because... Um, there's no artistic member in the family. So my parents are work, because my dad has passed away, um, they're very much, you know, more of us round to earth um, mm. people. So even when I asked them... Sorry. Sorry, say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Your parents went to... So they, they are uh, very much round to earth sort of people mm -hmm. and so when I told them when I, I remember I told them or I asked them when I was 14 I would like to be an actress uh, my dad wouldn't let me to do an acting school because I was already in a very in, in a high school that was pretty hard and tough and after the high school mm -hmm. I had tons of music lessons yeah so that didn't give me enough courage to then you know apply for the acting university etc and so I went to to this business college Okay. And I became an economist. Wow. And I was working for an advertising agency for five years. And during this period, I was uh, also 
um, doing the acting school after work. So this is this wasn't really a time of you forgetting about acting. This was about you having your plan B to fall back on whilst you were trying to find another way exactly. to get into acting. Okay. Yes. Wow. Um, but you, you've been in an uh, 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 acting school? Sorry? You've been in an acting school? Yes, but yes, yeah, so I did an acting school. Oh, okay. Yes, it, it was, it's called an international acting school in, in Budapest. Oh. At the end, but I didn't do the university, you know, there's... Mm. Um, so what moment when you was finishing in business school or in business school made you think, I'm definitely going to go keep going with this acting role? Was it like a paid job that you got or...? So the thing is that um, I was working from nine to six mm. at the advertising agency, but I kept leaving at five because I okay. had to go to acting school. How did you manage to do that? <laughs> well, that I think he I'm just popping off to the toilet. I'll be, or does anyone want sandwiches down the road? I'll be back in five minutes. Yeah, that was the thing. Because after a while, I they wanted to sack me, you know, because I wasn't there and I should have been there. And yeah. and and I, then I asked. Uh, he's a very very nice. Um, I had a very nice uh, boss, he's a, the creative director, and he was really understanding. And I kept begging him to let me go to the acting school at five. Okay. And uh, but after like I think after a year, he said, "Listen, we've got so many things going on. It's, I need really dedicated people. So you either wow work to six, or you need to go." So he threw down the ultimatum. Yes. So and, and then <laughs> and then what happened was a very lucky situation because the the the, the office expa- expanded and they we moved to another office and they needed a new sec- uh, like a receptionist. Okay. And then um, I said, "Listen, can I be the reception a part-time receptionist?" Yeah. I went to his office and listen, I just really would like to focus on acting, but I need money as well. So can, what about if I be your your receptionist, which is a big deal because I was in a quite on a nice level being an account senior account manager. Yeah, yeah. And so it was a very funny story because he said, "Yeah, sure, you think about it." Yeah. And I went out. The financial director came and he said, "Hey, listen, Michael just told me that your uh, soldier want to quit, mm. but um, but uh, and he, there's this you know receptionist position for you, but he." It just doesn't. I mean, obviously, you're not gonna take it because you know. I said, no, I will. <laughs> He's like, are you sure? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I will. Wow. I want to be. Let me mm. just go to my acting class, you know, lessons, yeah. and I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do whatever. So that was a small sacrifice you had to make to keep the acting dream yes. alive. Cool. And um, what was? Do you remember your first like paid acting job when like you actually got cash in your bank account for that? The first one. Or cash in hand even. One. Oh, I'm sure it was a commercial. Okay. Um, either it was a bank commercial or uh, a really nice ID spot for one of the Hungarian TV commercial TV channels. And how did that feel? What was that experience like going from practicing school and then suddenly being in your own commercial? After or meanwhile filming, yeah. I feel like it was very stressful filming. Really? Re- I mean, very nice crew. I was just really anxious because mm. it was my ever first thing where everything, I mean, also because in Hungary, it, it's mostly stage, uh, there's this stage training. We don't have specific, you know, film acting training. So So it's mainly theatre acting theater, and stage acting. Yes, and it was, it's to. really different from 
from from film. Because all of movements have to be a lot smaller for and the camera. And because of so many, you just have to be very natural mm. in front of a camera, which is like yeah, this far. And it was just completely different. So I it, it was I was I remember I was very anxious, but they were very nice, and I, so I had to. I had to cry, I remember, which was really hard. Hold on, you crying in a bank commercial? No, I think it was the ID spot. It was oh. a very funny spot because I had to watch this Brazilian soap opera on, on the screen. I was pretending, but of course there was nothing okay. on the screen. And right. I had to pretend that I'm really touched by Juan, who just, you know, left. left uh, <laughs> yeah, in, in, in Hungary, what? this Brazilian Argentine. Soap, soap, how do you say it? Soap opera. Soap opera is very, very famous. Every okay. afternoon we have three different ones. Three different top <laughs> soap operas, okay. So they couldn't even give you the resource of letting you watch the actual soap opera, so you're having to picture in your mind yes, what you've got to cry to. Yes, you're just staring at a black screen, and it was really hard at that yeah. time, because once, it, yeah, it was just really hard for me. So. But after that, it was great. It was it was awesome. Like, oh my God, I get money for this. Wow. So did That's you get nice. the repeat fees? Is it like you got a one-off fee, or do you get a repeat one fee every time it comes up on the TV? Well, for these, one-off, but if there's a commercial here, which is... In the contract, it says it's going to be screen or or an ad for a year, and then some of your friends call you, "Hey, listen, oh, right. I just saw you on TV," and then yeah. you realize it's been three years, and then you, yeah. know, then you do get another um, fee for for copyright. Is that a strange feeling being the woman from like the Bank of Budapest adverts when you've like forgotten about it for like two and a half or three years? <laughs> Like do, like do people come up to you in the did, were people coming up to you in the street and saying hey you're that lady from the commercial not on the street yeah no, they don't recognize me oh really no just friends recognize yeah okay no, no people recognizes me really. okay cool cool um well next question I've got is um I wanted to ask in your early credits um uh, you seem to have a lot of period TV drama uh you've been in shows like the Borgias and Houdini which must have been like a fantastic experience so comparing it to being in a, your first commercial what did you learn on set as a filmmaker or an actress on these bigger budget projects? Borges was the very first experience Could you say that again because I obviously mispronounced it how do you pronounce it? I think it's the Borges I don't know it's Italian I don't know the Borges Okay we'll go with that uh, Okay I'm not sure Sure, I think I think it's it's Italian. Borgias. 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 I'd love to say bourgeois, but I know that's the wrong way of saying <laughs> it. But yeah, so what was the experience of working on like a big budget project like that? I love I love costume film. I love period films. This is my ever favorite, and it was always my dream. So that was like my a dream coming true. Mm. And uh, the director was Neil Jordan for that episode. Okay. And uh, I just remember being on set in in this extremely expensive costume which they were you know making for two weeks we had uh, this proper how do you say corset how do you corsets, say corsets I think, yeah. uh, and i just felt everything came alive you know you just feel being in that time you don't have to imagine anything because everything is right there in front of you so i just felt um it's so easy once it's so professional. Was it easy getting in and out of those dresses? Because no, I'm, I'm imagining like, that they're kind of hard to put on. Yeah, the, I get, well, that wasn't that easy to yeah. get out. But um, 
but it felt really good. Okay. After being like twelve hours in the corset or whatever. I mean, does it affect like your breathing or your speech, oh, yes. like being tied oh, yes, up very inside? Much. Yes, I was about to get an anxiety attack when the first time they put it on me, so I asked them to loosen it up. Yeah. It's really hard. Makes it hard for you to. Yeah. To breathe, but I did told me that the, the one of the actresses actually painted. Wow. And what with one of the actresses with speaking parts or just yes. Okay. And she maybe when she threw up or something. Nice. <laughs> I can imagine how horrifying that would be for like a costume department to prepare a dress for like three months and then just have one of the actresses <laughs> just throw up on it. Um, but in your scene when you had to wear the dress, was you doing like a dance scene or you had to sit down? Like um, what what did, what movements did you have to do in a dress? Oh, very easy movements. Um, yeah. I was sitting and standing, and at one point where one of the actors were hurt and was bleeding, I just had to hurt him with a bowl of water so nothing nothing really too strenuous okay it was, it was easy and uh looking at your acting career over what i can see from your imdb page is um your acting career kind of spans two extremes in a kind of like period drama or the timeline which is you seem to either end up in a period drama or an imaginative futuristic sci-fi um is there a specific genre that you prefer to act in or um is it or do you have a preference over one of those two preference i'm just so happy to do you know whatever really i'm just i was when i was cast in the mars this is a sci-fi thing mm. i was actually so surprised i was playing a very smart girl yeah <laughs> mathematician and uh, before that i was for short films they tend to cast me for this fun fatale sort of roles okay uh i i do play doxies many times doctors doxies like like doxies d- yeah doxies what's doxies what, what is that um Dox. i don't know i know the other one but it's like a really but i don't know are, are we speaking hungarian oh, sorry are we speaking um hungarian so the street street girls Street, go- street, girl. street girls. Street like girls. I mean, hookers. Do you want to say hookers. prostitute? Hookers. H- hookers. Hookers, prostitutes. Prostitute, yeah. Dom, have you got any add-ons to that word for us? <laughs> Let's leave it there, Trev. Okay. So why do you think, I mean, is that, an, is that because, why do you think you're getting that work? Is that because you're a, you have an agent who's picking up that work for you? Or is it that people have seen you in another role before and they think perpetually... Kat Asorbo, she can really nail this because I, get, I saw I her in this speak. short film or feature film. Yeah, I think once you get a role like that, then it's in your showreel. Yeah. And then next time they're looking for one, they you just send it to your showreel and then they see that part and then, okay, she could do it, so she can do it. This uh, time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I will say this. If you've ever tried to make a short film and you look at actress CVs, which I do a lot. Yeah. Um, you will see virtually every actress has on their CV at some point prostitute. Yeah. And basically the problem is with unimaginative men yeah. writing films that feature prostitutes. Yeah. I don't really get the fascination with prostitution, but it's like such a massive trope. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, uh, I was, I was one thing I wanted to say about this is as a uh, female actress, uh, I'm trying to get your IMDb page back on the um, uh, screen. Is it a relief to finally perform as a character with a name 
rather than yes. like um, bartender number one oh, or yeah. girl, girlfriend number three or prostitute number four <laughs> or dead victim number six. Oh, stuff yes, like that. very much. This is like uh, such an epiphany. Like, oh, I have a name. It's like, oh, my <laughs> gosh. In this one, I, even when we, we get a script with yeah. a name, mm. it's like, oh, my gosh, I would have a name. That's so that's like the second stage of you know of yeah. your career when after having like anonymous sort of characters you just have a name yeah you're, you're completely right because i'm guessing it feels like now you can invest in it and you can trust the director and the writing team a bit more that this is actually your performance is actually going to go into something worthwhile rather than exactly. a dead-end role so to speak yes mm. but it's funny because at the end in your show really it doesn't you, you can't really tell whether you had a name or not because mm. sometimes you don't have a name, but it's a nice piece of um, work. Work still. Okay. Cool. So, Kata, do you feel like there is one type of part that suits you best, like historical parts, sci-fi parts? Do you feel like you're very versatile, or is there one thing you do the best? Uh, well, there are things I I do easier. The you know easier for me to to play. Ah, that's so hard to say. Like I, when I do love period dramas, I think I don't know. I, 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 I. That's those are like my dream roles. But um, it's so hard to ask because I really do love everything. But when I when I was cast as, an, as a mathematician in Mars. It's so interesting because I was so much interested in cos cosmology. Mm -hmm. Is that what I yeah. Cosmology when I was mm. a child or when I was uh, in high school. And uh, my dad was very much into quantum physics. Mm. So, uh, physics, sorry. And. Um, Could be quantum physics as well. Is that more like time travel, though, isn't it? Quantum physics. No. <laughs> You're thinking of quantum leap. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah. No. Okay. And so I was. I think of quantum, quantum dynamics, that might be the one. Akash, let me know later on. So, uh, so when I got that part, I was like, maybe they, it, it is something you, 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 that, you know, that's, that the directors or whoever, something that you don't feel as an actor that you have in you, but, and then you forget about it, how that I, you know, like, oh yeah, that's true. That, that's also part of it was very much interested. I was reading books and then it so, sort of shows when you do the part that, mm you're actually interested in it. So I was very happy to do that. And it was an immense uh, experience. That was like my biggest um, thing so far. We, ha we had the three uh, days of boot camp, the proper astronaut, Dr. Jennison May. Oh, um, so you got to meet some real scientists uh, for preparation. An astronaut, yeah. An astronaut, astronaut wow. yeah. She was a, 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 like a proper, she's very, I think she was quite known in this industry. Okay. And all the things we learned there about uh, spacecrafts and and, and 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 the Mars and and it was super super interesting and super professional and. Mm -hmm. Did that physically affect the performance you gave? Oh yes, very much. We, we because there was one part when we you know we were flying from the Earth to Mars and it eight it takes eight months and all the physical effect it has on you who had to go through those experiences. So, for example, during uh, these 
she called it boot camp, but it was a three-day training. We were have we were wearing heavy weights on our arms and legs, and we're sitting with those weights in the training room, and we were walking with them so that when because after you land, oh, uh, after spending eight months in um, space. in space. Uh, your muscles, you lose muscle strength. And, and calcium, I think, deposits. They, they break away so your bones aren't as strong, I think. Yes. Uh, I only know this because I actually saw an episode of uh, Mars and um, <laughs> actually <laughs> thought, I thought this is... It, no, it was a very complex sci-fi, actually, because it's like part documentary, yes, exactly. part um, uh, thriller drama. And I wanted to do like a callback line, which was... By the time they receive a transmission, it will be too late. Yes. Very <laughs> <I> mean, nice. <laughs> because these are your opening lines of the, the series, isn't it? Is this our opening? I don't remember the opening They are. They're, they're, not, they're not opening lines, but they're your first lines in a series. And there's this kind of moment where, I don't want to give too many spoilers away, but it's all predicated on this launch into Mars and the fact that um, there's this, we're, we're living, we see different sides of his 17 year timeline. We go from 2016 to 2033 and you're basically a HQ kind of manning the mission with all the electronic information and the details at your fingertips. So it's like, um, it was actually a film I actually had to watch with subtitles because there was so much technical information now to get my head around it. Oh, that's so good that you, you tell mm. me this because mm. I didn't understand a word of what I was saying mm. before we had this boot camp. <laughs> that was one of the most, the funniest castings of my life because I didn't understand a thing. Mm. I was saying and I had to be really... Um, okay, but how can, you, how can you acting if you don't understand uh, what, what, is, what is your character and who is your character? It's tricky. <laughs> and I, I actually went for another part which was, which was less technical. And then on the callback, I had the second callback, I had this technical part and I don't think it went very well. <laughs> and I, I felt like, oh my gosh, I, I, and I didn't even have the time to prepare because I had like just only one day between the two callbacks. And I felt like I really thought I would just vanish into thin air. I felt so embarrassed and then it was really nice. They said, okay, how about if you just improvise? Mm. That you just got on Mars, you're calling your family and you're yeah. telling them how you feel. It's like, okay. <laughs> that I can do. Cool. And they say, yeah, was that, uh, Ron Howard is, is, was a producer or, or he directed? He was a pr producer of this. But he, he chose he choose the actors or? Mm, no. Uh, oh, well, that's an interesting. I don't know if, he, if he's seen any of the materials of the castings, oh. but my last callback was uh, having the director, the executive producers, and people from the National Geographic Network in oh, the room. Okay. And then, as far as I know, after the, you know, the, the callback, they sent the material you know, for approval to, to the rest of the people at National Geographic Channel. But I don't know if he's, he was part of the decision. But there was before the, um, the Inferno or after? Uh, this was thing. after, yeah, this was after. Okay. But so on Inferno, I met him, so that was really nice. <laughs> oh, you got a chance to meet Ron Howard? Uh, also in the callback. He was okay. extremely nice. He was, he was amazing. He, he just told me, I was really anxious. I said, don't worry, he's really nice. He's, he was also an actor, so he's treating actors really nicely. Okay. And so I went into the room. I just had, you know, this really small part. But he was like, he didn't, I didn't have to do the callback. He said, well, yeah. it's nice to meet you. Tell me about yourself. 
Yeah. Do you know we liked um, your performance in the first place? You don't even have to do the callback. We just wanted to see you. Excellent. It was really nice. Yeah, amazing. So, do you feel more confident about doing an audition you completely don't understand now? <laughs> yes, it's well. Yeah, you just have. Yeah, it's mostly when they understand, but, but mostly when they don't understand either, and then they understand and you don't understand, and they're mm. just more understanding than towards you. So, how did you improvise talking to your family from Mars? How did that go? Oh, very well. Cause <laughs> but what did you do? I mean, it's really cold. How how did you do that? <laughs> no, I was anxious enough, and you're, and 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 also it was just I was I felt so distressed like you know this very touched i was i know i remember did you just stress and your eyes are dwelling with tears because you're stressed anyway about the casting so the two things just met at the right moment mm. and i guess this helped a lot <laughs> yeah mm. must have done amazing so <laughs> who are your acting influences apart from natalie portman <laughs> I really like Meryl Streep, uh, if we're talking about the international levels, um, and Kate, how do you pronounce it, Blanchett, how do you, I don't know how you pronounce it. Kate Blanchett, I think Blanchett, it is. Yeah, Kate yeah. Blanchett, and I've got so many. Um, so what are the different things that you admire about Meryl Streep that are slightly different in Kate Blanchett, perhaps? Meryl Streep is, she's so, such a versatile actress, and she's great at um, portraying different characters. I love her humor. I, I like humor in the first place. And she's just so funny. And I can identify myself with her as a, per as a, as a person anyway. I know I've watched interviews with her. Mm. And I just feel very much connected to her views and the way she sees life or you know mm. um yeah yeah what did you think about the recent me too revelations is that something that you can associate with yourself i think i was um lucky enough not to start the profession too early um and i think the the older you are the the le there's less chance you get in so those sorts of situations because you're just mature and you just, you know, you just fear danger and it's sort of where things better, but also have these tentacles for these sort of things. And my parents, I think there's a great responsibility about parents and my parents were overprotective. And uh, in this sense, it helped a lot. I didn't feel that good about it when I was younger. Like my dad was really overprotective about me. But it just taught you, taught me uh, to be cautious and listen, you know, to my, you know, to my feelings or you know, whatever my body tells. There's always a there, there's always body sign mm -hmm. telling what's the, the good way to go and what's not. So I was, I didn't have any sort of these things, and and also I'm not a many to start. I think the higher level you go. Uh, the tougher it gets, I I think. Um, yeah, I've been I've been lucky to avoid this 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 sort of thing. Have you noticed um, male colleagues behaving differently since it the whole story broke or it became a thing in the media? 
Mm, since I didn't have, I since this sort of issue thing never really found me. Mm. I think even after it didn't really, but I did. They do. They do bring it up though. That's interesting. So Better I think than, it, it has like, a great. Not mentioning it though, isn't it? It's not like it's a bad thing to have the elephant in the room that no one can talk about. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so I think it's it's a great thing that it bursted out and and um, this re issue was raised. Uh, for me, it it I knew, it's like I heard about it, but I never experienced it. So for me, it became then real. Oh, this is what I thought. How it, this really happens, and it's partly sad, and and I said, okay, if this is how it works, then I'm doomed because I'm sort of not. I just my tentacles just give too many signs for me to avoid these sort of things but they do um, they, they do talk about it more even um, male colleagues so I think it's, it's good yeah. it's great. Okay, let's move on to something that's totally about you you are as they say a triple threat of actor writer producer how did that come about um, I that's really <laughs> that's really nice um, of you to say. I, so far I just did one short film um, and uh, was a, I was really motivated to do it because it was a real story. My, it was based on my grandmother's story and uh, I just saw this advertisement, I'm not sure how you call it, um, about a Jewish film festival in Hungary and I've got a Jewish origin, my grandparents are Jewish and they lived through the Holocaust times and I just called up my director friend at home and said listen I've got a great story my grandmother wrote, she actually wrote a book not a book like a chronicle, it's nothing published, it's you know it's just for you know for us, for family uh, I've got this great story and I think we should Please, please, please help me to do this film and submit this to, to submit it to this festival. And so uh, we took this book. It's um, it's a great material even for a feature film, but I wouldn't have had the budget or anything for that. So uh, we just took out bits of it and uh, created this story. Uh, and actually, I was really surprised because it won. It had it won two awards and two. Um, two festivals and oh, we, we could only do the rough cut and it wasn't, wasn't even finished and it was a love project and I appreciate so much all the people that worked in it you know many people just volunteered and it was my cousin was the waiter my brother composed the music he played the music and I played the music the soundtrack uh, but it was completely professional like we, 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 we had professional you know equipment and uh, shot on red and and I hope actually it's been four years now and now actually just found a great um, director editor who's how who told me he watched a film he fell in love with it and told me that he would help me to finish it wow, and amazing. now it's submitted to many festivals uh, so we'll see if, if we're going to I've worked in that film. Really? And <laughs> yes, this is how I'm. What was your role on that film, Akash? <laughs> Sorry? What was your role? Uh, I was uh, as in the di assistant director as one, uh, only one day. <laughs> yes. Did you get Thank fired? you so much. <laughs> <laughs> that was four years ago. <laughs> okay. 
What was it like being directed by Akosh? Not Amber's assistant director. His assistant director. So he would have been. What did you do? The clapper board? That's the clapper load. That's the clapper load. Oh. No. Assistant Amber. director is supposed to be talking to the crew. Yeah. What was your What was your role on that shoot? I just the previous evening, one of our friends called me. Can I go to help to do the shooting? And the next morning, I'm been there. <laughs> okay. Okay, I have no official questions, but I just saw something really random <laughs> on your um, IMDb page. We actually were in, and I got a bit part. Actually, it wasn't even a bit part, but we both appeared in Precognition of 2018. What do you mean, you two? Yeah, I was, I was in that film. You was in that film? I was in that film. So you're not the black really? guy on the front cover yeah. of the story. Go down, Who, go to the credits. Okay, let's. Really? Oh this could God. be a revelation. <laughs> this is this is like a reunion. Just to be is this the? Are you trying to ask for a rap party? Yeah. What happened at the rap party? Were you at the screening? Okay, I so was. we need to go to see full cast. So see full cast because I'm not that important. So <laughs> la- so lady lady date is that another one of those nameless characters that you've got? There I am. I'm a friend in the park. Here we go. I'm a friend in the park right there. That's amazing. You should point at that, um, Kata. So, Malachi. Kata, just point. Like there? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to turn this into a a, a a Twitter shot. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't nothing important. You wouldn't have noticed there me. There seems to be like you, 50 actors between your credit and Kat's credit. I, I, no, no, no. But honestly, I was cut out. Of, like, I didn't. I, there was no speaking part left in the, the, the final edit. How many actors are there between so, you and Kat? That's a lot of pages. I mean, I'm scrolling through this. I'm, I'm not even in the like the beginning. The top, we're, we're, yeah, Kat has uh, actually got. She's got a photo. <laughs> I don't have a photo. I don't have a photo. You've got one, let's just, let's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty, fifty-one. You're thirty-two credits. But below. think about it, we shared the same lens. Yeah, that's at like some that's point. like that's, that's you know like, they do change lenses for the close-ups and the wide shots. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going off the impression that we you we might shared, be on a, we shared the same lens. We were in the same memory card. You, at least. You're on the same SD card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. How did you get it? How did, did you know any of the? Yeah, yeah. I, I knew. Yeah, I knew some of the guys. But yeah, it was um, friends in the park. Yeah, I was. I was a friend in the park. I, I, I was on the one day where it snowed in Ascot, and yeah, it was. It was awful. It was awful experience in terms of being in the snow. But it was nice to be a part of a snow. Seems to be. A, an important part because I'm looking at this precognition live the life you deserve uh, front page and it seems like there's some ice involved so you might be in the trailer I'm just going to play the trailer in the background whilst I'm not in the trailer I've seen the trailer alright but yeah no I, but is Ryan Ro- no I, this is the this is the pre-roll ad before yeah, we see yeah, precognition we the lens of Ryan <laughs> yeah that's the first man <laughs> yeah <laughs> But I think, um, I mean, so what was it like working on Precognition and nearly meeting our, our guest, <laughs> our host, Comptroller, and being in the presence now of I've America? that I didn't actually meet. Yeah? You. Yeah. Well, did, did you go to the premiere at the school? Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. I was you were there. Yeah, I was there. Really? <laughs> it's, it's an independent school. It's a really posh school. There was a yeah. premiere of the film at a school. Yeah, really, like, very posh school. When you say school, you mean, like... 
Are we talking 11 to 16 year olds or a school of academy type thing? No, it was like 11 to 16, like speed paying school. Okay. It was like, I wow. don't know how many thousands per, per term you have to pay, but it was a really posh school. I mean, I'm looking at this trailer, it seems like a lot of characters have blue eyes and there's some elements of Black Mirror to yeah. this I story. Think you can only see me on the posters yeah. though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. I mean, this looks like a very well shot film. MKH. It could be the best thing you've ever been in, MKH. What, apart from this podcast? Yeah, apart from this podcast, yeah. And indeed the unemployed artists. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm just I'm 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 excited about you being in a feature film, particularly with one of our guests. I mean, what kind of satisfaction did being in this film give you, Kata? I really like Luke, Luke Tata. I think they are amazingly talented. Do you know Luke, the director, mm. not only directed it, he was the DOP, and mm. then he made all the special effects and post-production. Okay. So it took him, I think, two years to finish it. So it's a little bit like the director from Monsters, who kind of was oh, the was VFX, DOP, director like sometimes. Yeah. Mm. I think he, okay. I, 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 tr- I look up to to him and, and his crew yeah. so much and mm. I was so happy I could contribute yeah. that little thing I, I did for them and I, I told him I'm so happy anytime you have anything else just let me know and I'm happy wow. to come we might have to do a review of this trailer when it comes out then so congratulations on being on Precognition as well <laughs> and congratulations to you MKH for being a friend in the park thanks I feel like I should smash this mic off you <laughs> yeah, just just say it quietly. We'll edit it out. <laughs> so. okay, uh, yeah, uh, I know you you want uh, the directing. Uh, um, am I correct? No, I know not really. I don't think I'd be a good director. Why? I I don't know. There's something you feel you're good at, and something I I don't know. I I'm I think I'm good at um um feeling. The, the drum tug, um, mm. how to say that, um, <laughs> the, how, how the story evolves and it's the, the, arc? the arc of the story and where it should be, you know, what, uh, underline and I, I think I'm, I feel I'm good at that and I'm, I'm, I'm also, I'm fine with, when I read a script, I feel sort of what works and what doesn't, but I've never tried directing. But uh, you, you write the writing, which yeah, is only well, one trying yes <laughs> yes what are you trying to write at the moment I've, um, oh well i don't have anything anything specific right now i i have all sorts of ideas but uh right now i'm 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 not a, i'm not writing any story at the moment okay cool what? Huh? <laughs> okay uh and um for our listeners, do you have any tips on uh, how to face your f- force first? Into the mic, please. Fears. So is there a shade again, sir? Into the mic, please. Into. Uh, how to face your force? Fears. Fears. Yeah. So I think what Akash is trying to say is like, yeah. have you got any tips for our listeners? Okay, no. let's do it. Let's, 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 let's cut that. We all the time again. trying okay. this, but not working. Okay. I don't know why. So it's how to face your fears. <laughs> Fears. That is brilliant. I love that <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Akos, do you want to try again? No. Okay. Um, so, so, 
Kata, have you got an idea of what Akos was trying to say then? No. Huh. Hey, third take, third time lucky. Third time lucky, go for it. <laughs> I'm, I'm shy. I don't, I don't like this. Just face, your, face fears your fears and do yeah. it, right? Well, that's yeah. that's what we're trying to get at. Yes. Yeah. Yes. How do I face my fear? Get yes. over my fears. That's correct. Uh, about my career or my or any or any part of your just being an actor, like either performing auditions, meeting directors, going on on to the set with maybe people who've got more experience than you. How do you overcome it's that? Very, yes, it's very tough. Um, um, when I have the opportunity to do a casting, first of all, I'm, I'm very anxious till I see the script. Uh, and when I see the script, then, then it all, all the focus goes on doing it. And... Um, learning the lines and working on the accent and uh, um, um, bringing the character to life. So then the anxiety just turns into, you know, hard work. And then the second step when I'm going to the casting, so a couple of days before that, it's, it's just um, a bit heavy, but once I just can't wait to enter the costume room because once I'm in the room with most of the time really nice costume directors, then again the focus goes on what I'm doing and for me every casting is, is, a, is a chance to perform really mm. and um, it's, I, I do tend to forget what it is all about once I am in the scene and, and doing it. Um, and then when I leave, it's just happiness. Most of the time, I try to not mess it up. And most of the times, you know, I I could do better, but I just feel like, okay, I've done my, you know, this is how, I, I don't like hit myself very much after, oh, I could have done it this way, that way. Uh, I'm just happy that it's over, and I'm and I'm happy because for some reason, if I just do a casting, it means performance, and I just just have this Im- immense amount of endorphin hormone, you know, happiness hormone, uh, hormones like um, all of my body, and I feel happy. Great, amazing. So the the advice for facing your fears is kind of to love it, get a buzz of it. Yes, and focus. I think focus takes away anxiety. Even you ground yourself, it, it helps. I want to go to a darker place now. How do you overcome rejection? <sighs> That's one of my issues. Rejection is hard. It's very hard. Like, I was going to be in uh, the second season of Mars, mm. um, and they kept telling me even one week before they started to film they asked me about my availability wow. for the whole summer yeah and then just i felt something something is 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 going wrong because you first you felt something in the waters that it wasn't gonna come across yes she has a precognition a pre- <laughs> <laughs> excellent yes because days kept passing by the start of the production was you know approaching but you're in in the in the series mars you're workstation and terminal is so close to the main terminal 
where all of the, the the action is happening. So you can't. It's like being two feet away from Captain Kirk on the starboard Enter- starship Enterprise. Like if you're on the deck, you can't be dropped. Surely. And there you go. You can actually, I, they sent me to Mars. I wasn't in the, the, the control room at the end. I was sent to Mars. You actually get sent there? Yes. Wow. Yes, I was. I, I mean, one of my students when we were traveling in the spacecraft. Be careful with the spoilers because we might have to review Mars because I've noticed it's actually on Netflix now as well, by the way. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. yeah. Really? Oh, okay. Mm. Okay, so trying to be the whole truth, what I'm saying. But uh, <laughs> this is how it happened. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> This is this is what I thought. I can't I can't be at it. It's, I'm there. I'm alive. Yeah. They're like, oh, Kata, you're not okay. Then it's a spoiler. Okay, I can't say anything. But um, it it happens. It it's a, it's a worst nightmare. Do you get angry when that happens? No, I'm shocked. So I take <laughs> out the vodka out of my fridge and put a wine, whatever, and you're just like devastated for two hours. You can't talk to me. I'm like this. <laughs> I'm this. I I just disappear. And then, you know, fortunately, you sleep and you have this wonderful um, thing what happens to you when you dream that helps you to solve your problems and your, your you know, sadness and your disappointment. And then the more you sleep, the better it gets. So I try to sleep a lot when um, bad news reach me and then you just, you just get out of it. And if you're lucky, you get another casting and you just, you just don't have any time running and you just focus on what didn't happen and people always tell me listen what happens is this is how it has to happen so just don't chew on it yeah. mm. too Sometimes, long hey kids drink vodka then sleep a lot and then <laughs> and, and then try and have a dream yeah that's you basically know, that's it. not my <laughs> No, we're taking that to the bank vodka sleep and dreaming is the best way to get over rejection i actually <laughs> like that idea i might even try that tonight um have you got any more questions Akash? So, oh Akash, do you have any more questions well, um, I, I, w- I want to know about this um, uh, Budapest and, and London between how it's working in, in your life. Is I think it's very hard to do the, I don't know, casting in Budapest and after here. Or how can you manage all these this things? Uh, actually, I, f- I was, I need, I don't know why I need this sort of um, excitement in my life and when I didn't have it yeah, you should I, traveling a lot yeah I, I do uh, yeah I, <laughs> I, I, I love to travel and I, interesting enough because I had a f- I don't know how you say that uh, when you're scared of flying phobia flying phobia or something yeah. yeah so before I moved to London I couldn't even get on a plane I was like oh that's great I'm going to London and, but I want to don't want to you know break with all my connections so I will have to fly. I was like I was like how can I do that with all the flying things? So um, is this another situation where vodka helps? <laughs> <laughs> well. No, when you're anxious no it doesn't help. I wanna say something. Dennis Burkamp was actually somebody who was afraid of flying and he always made really good performances when he actually got to his destination even exactly. though he took the car. The David Boy was yeah. the same. Is <laughs> yeah exactly so you're in good company. <laughs> like, like extremely talented artists who are afraid of flying. You could be yes, it's, out it, there now. it's interesting because when I because when we land, I'm so happy. I'm the happiest person in life, and I go <laughs> yeah. to the casting, and yeah. I'm super positive. Wow! Because I'm alive, and it yeah. just wow. gives a great 
Mm-hmm. Energy. Can I? Actually, I want to ask something. So, uh, has your fear of flying been enhanced or reduced after being in a sci-fi series like <laughs> Mars, which is essentially about launches and takeoffs? If you think about it. Um, it's really interesting because when uh, Dr. Jensen May was talking, but we were like, weren't you scared? Uh, like being shot in the space and and we're like, oh my gosh, you're so cool. And how come we weren't scared? And she said that they were aware that all the people, I don't know how many people are working on such a long, like I can't, I'm not even saying any number because I'm not sure, but hundreds, a hundred, I don't know, are so professional, she said, that they were in, felt so safe in their hands, and also it's, it's, it's such, such a big honor for them to be such sort of thing, that fear is something that just voids you, or it just becomes a very minor thing, if there's any, she said, it's not about being scared, it's about being special and and have have this this wonderful experience and and part of something remarkable so it was very interesting for me to hear that because i think that the spacecraft she was launched and was after the disaster of the challenger or something oh wow and i think yes so I it was a, it been a big big yeah. deal for for them to be launched after and mm. and she they feel completely safe and they're it, she says you don't have time to be scared because you, you you have so many things to do on the spacecraft you're just really focused mm. again so it it, it 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 did actually happen but the, the psychology behind being a, uh i have to have this flying phobia and i was told by this uh somebody who did um you did go to psychiatrist, uh, you know, about this issue, that the more you fly, mm. uh, the less you have this. Oh, really? I mean, right now, I don't have it anymore. Is that why you're getting into the habit of flying backwards and forwards yeah, to the UK? Yeah, just for, for, for therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Expensive therapy. Exactly. Actually, it might be cheaper than a top analyst. Exactly. Probably that might make a So, um, <laughs> Kata, I'm wearing, like, Rubik's Cube t-shirt traveling today can you tell us one cool thing from hungary that we don't know about obviously akash will know about it but we won't I tell us one cool thing from hungary that we don't know about keep your mouth shut akash <laughs> oh i was like can you can you help me <laughs> can you help me uh, um <laughs> all right give her one clue then <laughs> I don't, I don't know, the, the even the very famous inverters and the hungarians the I don't know, you Google it. <laughs> Do you know that the director of Casablanca was Hungarian? Yeah. Michael Curtis. Michael yeah, Curtis, he was, he was absolutely Hungarian. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. Cool story. So what other cool things have we got <laughs> about Hungary that you can tell us about? <laughs> oh, I know. Like our language is so special, no one in and nobody in the whole universe understands it it's just very unique and even researchers have not a specific clue how it come where it comes from and where it origins because they said it's finished but yeah, yeah. but they just don't really know okay. so it's it's just there are all in the whole universe it's only 10 million people speaking yeah it's have a theory this one a couple of language. Theories. oh wow yeah no yeah 
Oh, I just remembered. I do know a fact about Hungary. What? Go for it. Hungary is the third country in the world to have an underground railway after London and New York. Yes. And Budapest is yes. number three. Yes. And is then number true? four is Paris. Yes, it's true. Okay. You didn't know that? No, I think, I didn't know it was worth that special. And that actually, there was the first one we built it, uh, they, 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 they made a big hole and put it in uh, the trains in and, and, and yeah. then covered it. The cuts and cover methods, yeah. yeah. I've got an interesting fact that I want to drop. <laughs> Hungarians won gold medals at every Summer Olympics except Antwerp 1920 and Los Angeles 1984 when they did not compete. Every time. Mic drop. Yeah, he's very famous in the, in um, sports in Hungary. Not the football, but <laughs> the Olympic Games is very swimming. We're very strong in yeah. swimming. But wasn't Hungary runners up in the nineteen fifty eight World Cup? What? Nineteen fifty eight World Cup. I believe so. Football. You can check that one out. I, I don't know nothing about the football. Yeah. <laughs> uh, football. For a lot of English people, football didn't exist before nineteen sixty six. So. Well, it definitely <laughs> didn't exist when England got thrashed by Hungary. <laughs> 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 and the game against USA as well. Um, so one thing I wanted to, we could also mention is, um, what have you discovered for yourself by going it alone as an actress or a producer? Like, what have you learned about forging your own way? <sighs> that you have to be very persistent. Is that the word? You. You have to believe, I know it sounds a cliche, you have to believe in yourself and you, because many people try to put you down and they try to put me down and you have to love yourself and, and just don't, I had a great teacher telling me, just don't care about anybody else, even when you're casting, just don't, you don't even need to look around, just just focus on yourself and believe in yourself and you and you have to believe that um, if you're persistent enough it will happen and the ever the ever first time that was proven for me is when I was cast in Mars as you know uh, as the only Hungarian um, member part of the the main cast and it's 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 and mostly when and then when those people come across, you know, come ahead of you and, 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 and they, they look at you and, you know, I was really mad at them. I had really tough times when they told me that, hey, yeah, you're like, you, you didn't even finish acting university and it was really hard for them. What, what do you want, what do you, you know, expect then? And then those people come out and it's like, well, I guess maybe you don't need to because... <laughs> Acting is something not necessarily very scientific to have a university degree, but it comes from somewhere else. And what will your, what would be your ideal situation to be in, in the film industry in let's say three years time? So where do you see yourself in, where would you like to be in like 2020, 2021? <laughs> Oscar nomination. <laughs> um, 
I would just like to be, because I've never had um. I've never been a, a, a lead, or um, yes, I've never been a lead in, in a in a very very professional um, feature film so far. Um, I had these really nice roles, mm. and I would just I'm really aiming get to even if it's my it's gonna be part of my own project, um, but play a character that that comes from me, um, maybe written for me and uh, full film and maybe you know when it won not not necessarily the big festivals but like a knowledge by professionals and uh, a, a um, project where I can and I can finally show of, of what I'm really capable of that's my my dream and that's where I'm, I'm aiming at so final question can you send us off by teaching all of us something in Hungarian to say? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing now, because you need the most lessons out of all of us. <laughs> Do you want to know what it means or not? No, go on. Do you want to know what it means or you just... No, no, tell us. No, don't tell us. <laughs> yeah. Tell us. We'll say it first and then, you know, we'll deal with the consequences later. Yeah. <laughs> what we always do with everything yeah say, say something and they have to google it okay <laughs> actually no what, what we'll do is Kat will say something we'll say it out and then Akosh can translate what we've just said or tried to say okay okay are you ready okay who's gonna go first I'll go first okay zolki kvatok zolki kvatok zolki Vato. Very good. Zoki Vato. Zoki Vato. Zoki Vato. Yes, very good. Zoki. Like, like, do you have this this consonant? Zoki. No, that's my phrase. You have to get your own. Zoki Vato is my one. Oh, you need a different one. Yeah, give a different one to Dom. No. It's a different one. Yeah, what's it? What what have I said? Egy ócska kalapocska, benne csacska, macska, mocska. What did I no? What did I say before? What did I say before? No, he's asking what he said. What what is it in English? Voki kvatok. Uh, you cool guys. Cool. Okay, <laughs> no, give one for cute. cute, cute guys. Okay, nice. No, you're cute, like nice in a way. I'll I'll wait for somebody to say that to me. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to using that myself too many times. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, what's the one for Dom? Um. He's a, he's a teacher, <laughs> language teacher. You have to say something dif- difficult. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for that. Kérsz egy zsíros kenyeret? Okay, let's do this slowly. What's the first one? Kérsz. 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 Yeah, we roll the R, so it's Kérsz. Kérsz. Yeah, I was hoping you weren't <laughs> going to do one with the R. <laughs> like you didn't give for Trevor. So it's okay. Kears. 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 Edge. Edge. Zhirosh. Zhirosh. Kenyarep. Kenyarep. Actually, it's a lot, with lots of R's. So yeah. <laughs> this is, yeah, in, in, this is the R is very difficult. Yeah. For English. They was together? Oh. 
Ne čekajte, kje se žiroš kanjeret? I think we're seeing blank white walls in front of Dom's eyes at the moment. <laughs> so we might have to come revisit this another time. Um, I want to say like thank you very much, Kata, for coming to our humble podcast. It was really lovely to have you on board. <laughs> We look forward to seeing you again in many different shows. But if you're listening to us and you want to see Kata straight away, uh, she's available on Netflix through the TV series Executive, produced by Ron Howard, called Mars, which is available series one now, uh, available to stream from September. So thank you very much. Thank you so much. So that leaves. Are those kisses? What's that? What sound is that? Well, that's like Mars. <laughs> okay. Oh, well done. Good, good callback <laughs> reference there. Thanks to our presenter, Dom. Bye. Co-host Akosh. Bye, guys. MKH. Bye. And Stephen. See you, guys. I have <laughs> been your host, Trevor. You were listening to Geek Sweat. These are our end credits, so we invite you to subscribe as well. Geek Sweat is available on Castbox FM, iTunes, and Stitcher. Download either of these apps to listen to us. If you want to support the podcast by generating an interview question, being a guest, or simply becoming a sponsor, please email film at instigateonline.com. We will have more in store. Feel free to rate and review us inside your podcast platform. If you don't have time to do so, tell a friend today and we will be just as grateful. You can also find us online via Twitter, Instagram and Facebook under the hashtag G-E-E-K-S-W-E-A-T. This podcast thrives on listeners, so thank you for sharing your ears to show you we care. We watch films to save you hassle. Uh, so beautifully rehearsed, guys. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> We're out. <laughs>